0: Welcome to the wonderful world of wine, exploring all things wine with you. We are your hosts, Kim Simone and Mark Lenzi, and you can find us on Facebook at the wonderful world of wine. Hello, folks, and welcome to the wonderful world of wine, exploring trending topics in the wine world. We are your hosts, Kim Simone and Mark Lindsay. And today we have two special guests with us from Wine OG all the way from New Zealand. Uh, We have our special guests, Josh and Jessica, on with us today. How are you today? Hello. Hi. How are you guys? We're, We're good. How about you, Mark?
1: Everything is great. I'm excited, Kim, for our guest today because uh, WineOG.com is their website. And we're always looking for trends that are going on in the wine world. And there's been a lot of articles lately written about these guys and what they're doing in the wine world. So I'm excited to let our listeners know.
0: I think interviews are one of my favorite things that we do on this radio show slash podcast. And especially when we get to speak with people from quite a distance. We've had people from Italy on our show. We've now we've got New Zealand on our show this is great. Yeah, I think you're the farthest one so far. (laughs) And we have listeners all over the world. So kind of completing the circle a little bit here. So Josh, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what Winoji is? And I am pronouncing that correctly, right?
2: Yeah, you're pronouncing it correctly. Absolutely. Excellent. um, Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Um, Basically, Winoji is, we we created the word, uh, which you might have guessed by looking at the emoji Word and uh, that gives you a little clue as to what Wineogee does. Our whole philosophy is, is wine without words. So Wineogee is a visual language for wine, and it was created right here by us in New Zealand. So myself, Josh, Jessica, and our business partner Magic, who is currently in Poland. So we'd like to give a big shout out to to Magic over in Poland, visiting his family at the moment. But um, yeah, Wineogee is essentially a language that. Can be translated anywhere in the world and it represents wine. And uh, we feel like it is a, a great next step to modernizing or making wine more accessible for everybody out there.
0: This been- is definitely a, a trend that I feel like uh, Mark and I have been seeing recently. You know, sometimes we talk about short term trends versus long term trends. And this new focus on expanding the accessibility of wine and wine language and how we talk about and conceptualize flavors and textures and all those things in wine to further the conversation with other people who maybe haven't taken a wine certification course or haven't worked in the industry. I feel like this really is one of those long-term trends that we're seeing. And especially this move to visual is something that is really very exciting. And I'm curious as to how you came up with the idea of making this something visual and that wine without words, like you just said. Just do you want to jump in on that one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I
3: think as with many recent good ideas, there was a, a thing called lockdown a couple of years ago.
0: <laughs> oh, that, yes. <laughs> that, yeah.
3: And so really that was when this idea that we had came to life. We, of course, had to close our restaurant, which is our other business located here in Wellington. But that gave us a chance to really boost our online wine supply and consultancy through the noble um, our Noble Wines website. And it was really during that time that we were really trying to decipher for people quickly and immediately and also easily what was in their bottle of wine without actually being able to communicate with them in a way that a sommelier would in our usual way. And so that led us to really focusing on working on this idea and bringing Wainoji to life. So we've been working on this for just over two years now.
1: I, I was wondering the year because when I first saw your story, I had a flashback. I remember I'm super geeky and finding articles and looking into new technology <laughs> it and reviews. Really is. <laughs> and back, and I don't know if Kim remembers or Josh and Jessica, you saw this, but in 2018, there's a gentleman, Blake Gray. He has a, a blog called the Gray Report blog. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, but nice. he wrote an article about using emojis and how we're living in a visual era now. And he saw this is the way wine needs to go. We need a more visual representation, universal type thing. Your site is your own pictures you develop, right? It's not the standard emojis that you're using, correct? Yeah, no. that's
3: correct. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, Josh. Hey, um, yeah, I was, I was going to say that we sort of felt the same, that it seemed so natural that you would describe wine in images rather than words. And we spent a considerable amount of my, our time researching whether this idea had actually come to fruition anywhere else in the world. And to our astonishment, nobody had actually sort of formalized it in any way which is why we were then so keen to push on with the idea because we truly believe it's such a a wonderful way to describe
2: wine. We found one uh, small online site where a gentleman had tried to review a couple of Beaujolais using just generic emojis so exactly. there was no, yeah yeah no exact sort of emojis available to describe wine and even at the moment there's a bit of a, a push going on in the New Zealand wine growers for a white wine emoji and there's a lot of talk and the, you know bringing up all of this uh, you know we need a white wine emoji and for us um, we've spent years creating multiple hundreds of, of uh, <laughs> little um, wine ojis to describe wine and so For us, the the idea definitely resonates and particularly from a service background, Jessica, myself and Magic, we all come from a a service background and we see customers every day struggling to communicate uh, about wine and they get lost for words. They end up uh, not saying anything at all because they don't know what to say or they don't want to be embarrassed. And the Mm -hmm. thing for us, Wine Oji, was breaking down that. Sort of barrier and that stigma around wine and making it more accessible and giving people the chance to enjoy it more and start to broaden their own language while broadening their palate as well, because they're seeing images and they're associating flavors with those images and they're learning as they drink or taste. And then they're starting to taste other things because they're recognizing the images that have been applied to different styles of wine. And so the growth for consumers is exponential because they can continue to explore the world of wine just by looking at exciting little wine and, and they can enjoy that world of wine that we all love. And, and we all understand uh, a lot more than the average person. So for us, it was really about accessibility and breaking down barriers for consumers.
0: It seems so brilliant from a almost from like a psychological perspective, like you're using a completely different part of your brain when when you've got that like recognition of, oh, I know that I like this wine that has these six or seven winogis. And then you see something else that is similar, like you just said, and then you're gonna have that immediate recognition of, oh, this could possibly be a wine that I'm gonna like as well. And you don't have to translate that into words. And I feel like we've always had this conversation around the translation and things getting lost in translation Translation and is your blackberry my raspberry is your dill somebody else's jar of pickles <laughs> you know it's like how do we describe these sensations that we're having and i think this move to incorporate that visual aspect is super smart
2: yeah thanks kim i mean we yeah we, we feel that why it transcends language i mean it you know, anyone can recognize a lemon no matter what language you speak. And so for us, that sort of feeling, you, you taste with your eyes. And, you know, when you see something, you immediately start to salivate. And we feel that the, the connection between visual and taste is really important. And the other thing that we highlighted around the idea I'm sure Jessica can second this is that the language of wine has for so long it's been quite inflated or it's it's quite hard to understand for a lot of people out there and so we wanted to simplify it in a way that was fun I think we did a bit of research and found some articles around this topic as well and people like Jancis Robinson have have written articles on changing the language of wine Mm -hmm. and actually starting to make it more accessible just for everybody. So they were the big drivers behind our idea as well.
1: And I like that you mentioned the exact review of the Beaujolais. That was in the article I read way back in 2018 as well, Josh. So I'm I'm glad you you saw that as well. (laughs) That was literally all we
2: could find, Mark. We we couldn't find anywhere else that anyone had done what we were looking to do. The big thing for us is that we didn't want to be another wine reviewer, feel that the world has got enough of of those. So essentially we wanted to, we don't call what we do reviewing. We, we call it profiling?
3: Yeah, it's profiling of a wine. So essentially looking at a wine, tasting a wine as a panel and assigning the winogies to that wine that we believe truly represent exactly what's in the bottle. And that's a really important part of our philosophy. It's not about essentially rating the wine out of a certain number or giving it a certain score. We actually don't relate the score at all with, within our profiling system. It's all about reflecting aromas and flavours and really deciphering the structural components, the key components of the wine for people to truly understand and relate their taste profile to the wine in front of them. And that's really probably our core point of difference to the traditional wine review system that currently exists worldwide.
1: And our listeners know that Kim and I are big on for our listeners to learn their profile and to be able to identify when you go someplace, restaurant or retail, how to tell people what you like and visually showing them what you like is a perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. You guys were both in the service industry. So when you were developing it, were you thinking more for wineries, for trade use, for consumer? How? Were you thinking about it? How does it help all of those fields?
3: I think for us, the, the core for us was that in the first instance, we want to help the consumer understand wine in a better, more enjoyable way so that they engage with it in, in a more enjoyable way. But actually, the further that we have developed our understanding of our own business of Wine OG and where it can take us, the more we realize that actually we can engage with at all points along the supply chain, right from the wine producer, even at their cellar door. they can. Use utilize Wainoji to converse better with their consumers and sort of bring themselves closer to the consumer. But right through distribution, you're thinking supermarket, retail stores, point of sale, and then to uh, through restaurants and any other kind of hospitality venue or establishment where you have people who are engaged with wine in the wine world and um, directly communicating with consumers who are, you know, essentially there to enjoy their product and then to the consumer themselves. So you're talking standing in front of a, a shelf of wine at the supermarket, deciding what to buy, or even being at home drinking wine with their partner or family or friends, and understanding that why they enjoy that wine or why they don't. And so that's really what Wainoji does. It engages with all people along the whole chain in order to sort of communicate about wine
0: in a better way. And do you envision this on sort of a bottle-by-bottle Basis, like more of of an, I guess, more of an analog approach. Where on a shelf there would be a winoji graphic, or is this more a way that people can access virtually information through your website or through an app? Because we know that this sort of development of technology around wine seems to be moving at a very, very quick pace, and just wondering how. To fit in so, I mean, so many wines in the entire world. How do we or how do you make this uh, a product that is applicable for that everyday consumer who maybe has a hard time figuring out even where to start with being able to figure out what do I call this one? need to look at who the information.
2: Oh, Sorry, you're just cutting out at the end there. Kim, oh. but i think we got the, the most of, of uh, that question and it's a good question um funnily that you should you should mention it but we do uh and have just currently concluded a trial a customer facing trial in a local supermarket so oh. uh, our supermarkets are able to sell wine and beer not uh, spirits but um we engaged in a, in a trial and and profiled a number of wines around 60 different wines and created the individual profiles for each of those wines, mm-hmm. and had them on shelf. So we're talking the little shelf talkers that go around a price tag, and each of those wines was tasted by us as a panel, and then we translated the applicable winemakers that we felt represented the wines, put them into this trial over a period of weeks. It was about six weeks that we had the trial, um, and we've been analysing the sales data from trial, and also um, gaining first-hand feedback from customers and the staff in the store, and we're have seen really positive results uh, so far so the trial for retail and, and consumer facing wine og shelf talkers was positive uh, on the whole it increased sales but also the, one of the most important things for us was that customer engagement was higher mm. um customers have actually asked to have it back in store and
0: uh, <laughs> you put it there and then took it away and they got upset yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, staff, the staff also the liquor manager on in the on site actually asked the owner of the store you know when is WainOji coming back uh. um Good for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, we've reinstated it it in store there, but the other one is we are a business and so to answer your question, we see Wine OG as servicing the wine industry and wineries or distributors. There will be a charge in that regard to uh, profile and develop digital marketing platforms for individual wines and wineries, but consumers in the end will benefit the most by access to our website, which will always be free in that regard. MBA able to then search wines or styles or dishes that they're having for dinner. So they can actually search in something that they may be having for dinner and and wine profiles or wine OG profiles actually populate according to what they're cooking so we are looking at that technology side we did discuss an app and it was probably a little bit early on but it's not something we're discounting as we are aware that you know the world moves quickly and wine traditionally has moved really slowly if, you know if you look at other beverages particularly craft spirits and craft beer the marketing around those beverages is far more modern than most wine and so i think wine is catching up and it's catching up quickly and we're aware of that and we feel that wine OG does fit nicely into a more modern world and a more modern language that we've created for wine so yeah that's where we sit at the moment and, and in terms of consumer and customer facing retail we are be breaking that market in new
0: zealand very cool i like your focus on starting with the trade And starting with the actual either producers or distributors of the wines and and having that be the focus of where to start with your descriptions for individual wines. I think that that, you know, is an area that hopefully will help you get the most bang for your buck and that more people will see the product as it is distributed through those channels as opposed to just through individual retail stores. So it's a, I think a clever way to look at it.
3: Yeah, that's exactly right. I would say the the whole point of distribution is exactly that. You distribute product, but you can also distribute ideas, Mm -hmm. um, also streamline and, and simplify systems through distribution. And what we found, actually, the more distributors that we've spoken to, the more they see that winoji will actually help them to do their jobs better mm-hmm. and faster and more easily so therefore if it benefits them they're actually more inclined to work with uh you know the higher powers within <laughs> their own companies to try and get this off the ground which benefits us of course but really it benefits them and therefore ultimately both producer and consumer of the wine because the whole supply chain is working in a more efficient way and that's really key uh, part of our growth as well as we move forward
1: Thank you for listening to the wonderful world of wine. We are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. And Today, we have two very special guests, Josh Poynton and Jessica Wood from WineOG.com. That's W-I-N-E-O-J-I.com. If you want more information about Kim, you can find her on CommonwealthWineSchool.com. For more information about myself, you can go to franklinliquors.com. We're here every week on Franklin Radio, WFPR 102.9 FM. You can find our past episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Kim and I always look forward to your questions on Facebook on The Wonderful World of Wine. We're back with Josh and Jessica talking Wine OG. And uh, I have to follow up. We talked about you have your own language and your own graphics. And I wish our users would would try this if they go on their phone and use standard emojis and try to do a wine review because Way back when I first heard about all this, I tried this, Kim and everybody. I tried to uh, do a review and I use like a nose symbol and put a cherry, I put a grape and then I put a lip sync uh, symbol <laughs> and I put chocolate and cherry. You're very limited with the standard thing. So when you go on wineog.com, they have like a primary, secondary, and they have food all of their own emojis to use and select. And Josh was talking about food or Jessica was talking about food pairings. I, I was kind of freaked out, guys, when I saw kangaroo on the- <laughs> I, I uh-huh. have the same thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I yeah. liked the pavlova at the bottom, though.
2: We
0: I think kangaroo for us is a bit
3: of a nod to our friends over the ditch. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, kangaroo meat is actually very lo- widely consumed in Australia. And so when you're looking at things like like Barossa Shiraz and, you know, those bigger kind of bolder red wines from most of the the south of Australia there. Kangaroo is actually a great food match. And also there's lots of barbecues and things like that going on. So, yeah, it, it opens up the... The sort of food match selection that we're able to provide for um, our profiling. Uh, we currently have on the website and as part of our wineog library 221 individual uh, wineog icons or wineog images to describe what's in the bottle. So that makes up our wine language. Currently growing, we started with 190, so we've already updated that to a 2.0 version. And the more wine we profile and the different styles around the world, the more those will grow. And the Wynogis are, they're sort of, we hold them very close to our heart. That, that was really where we started this whole business when we decided how we wanted to look at winoji Each icon, some of those take two to three weeks really with our graphic design studio to get absolutely right. You know, the key with this is you have to be able to recognize them very easily and quickly um, so that a broad range of people from any background can understand uh, the majority of them on the profile. So we're not expecting 100% understanding. Of everyone, but actually, during the sort of the prototype part of our startup, was actually getting these out to people without any words attached to them and seeing if they could recognize those images. And we had about an 85% success rate. So we took that as a win. And um, yeah, we, we really feel that some of those Wainogis are very representative of their flavor or aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, and some leave uh, leave it up to the imagination to guess alongside other Wainogis within the profile what, what it could be. And then that's when you are able to uh, refer to yourself to the Wainogi website to actually decipher what they are as well. Is that where all the
0: flowers come in? You have a lot of flowers. (laughs) do.
3: Well, wine is very aromatic and can be. There's lots of different florals for different styles of wine. And yeah, that's one of our favorite sections, I would say, of the, the Wine OG library itself.
2: Yeah, I think when creating those Wine OGs, it was a process it was several months in the making and I'm not sure on, on the website we've got a couple of uh, products there which are the classic wine style uh, mm-hmm. cards so you've got the classic wine styles of New Zealand and classic wines of the world um, disclaimer there are more classic wines of the world we just couldn't fit any more in the pack um, <laughs> but we came up with these wines in these regions and we selected them and that's actually how we created the library by going through uh, let's say you know Chablis or uh, Ningxia in China and and basically getting the classic profile of those wines. And that's how we actually came to creating 190 little individual wine ojis because we needed them to describe the classic styles of the world, basically. And and that was the creation. But we used a local graphic designer uh, and she painstakingly and patiently created those for us. So every single little Winoji icon you see has actually been created specifically for our libraries. So we're pretty proud of that feed. And we think it gives us that unique point where we can. As you said, Mark, describe a wine in detail using images rather than just dragging whatever emojis you can off the current available list. And so it means we can give consumers a really accurate description of what is in the bottle. And I think you touched on it earlier, Kim, around people's profiles, or maybe it was you, Mark, and people understanding their own individual wine profiles. And what we feel that wineoji will give them is that they will slowly start to learn that if they like things like citrus or green orchard fruits like green apples, they'll start to understand that their palate probably naturally sort of gravitates to maybe a cooler climate and all of a sudden they're learning all of these things without actually feeling like they're learning mm-hmm. um, and but subliminally people are actually learning more about wine enjoying more of what they love and discovering more all by just having fun and, and looking at wineries. so we feel the opportunity is there for people to grow and like grow their love of wine and sort of join us uh, in what we love um, so much. I it's think the really-
0: discovery part of it is really important. You can talk to someone or talk at someone all day long in a class, but the experiential part of tasting the wine and then being able to translate it into a language that makes sense for you, I think is much more impactful for people. And then being able to then take that next step and start to understand what it is about these particular styles of wine that someone might gravitate towards and you're right that it the way that you're doing it almost makes it feel like a natural progression and not like hey I'm learning but oh I'm discovering something about myself and about my tastes and I think that that's just a really cool way of doing it yeah
2: we um we used to I mean you you've done wine courses and it looks like education as well. And we uh for a number of years taught uh, WSET students here mm-hmm. in Wellington as well. And um both Jessica and myself and, and Magic have all been through and currently going through uh Diploma of Wine. And so we've we've been in the the learning seat and we've been in the teaching seat and time and time again I had students crying out for something like Winoji to help mm-hmm. them study or to help them remember different styles of wine across the world and honestly if, if we had have had Winoji when we were teaching it would have been a far easier way to, to get somebody <laughs> to remember what is a classic you know Beaujolais village or something like that You know? and I think all of the signs pointed to this idea over the last six years that we've been operating here in Wellington just took that time for us to get there. But yeah, the excitement and discovery part for us and seeing consumers and our customers understand more about what's in their glass is what gives us the most pleasure uh, when we see what we've created.
3: I think as well, the flip side to that is that, you know, we were talking about learning and teaching of wine and all of us um, in this interview right now, we would consider ourselves as wine geeks, you know, we're the ones... (laughs)
2: Know exactly what
3: the (laughs) oak barrel was, where the Chardonnay was, in which particular vintage, and what the dog's name was. You know, not everybody wants to know that detailed information Mm -hmm. about the wine. Some people just want to open a bottle of wine and ensure that they enjoy what they drink. And so, really, it's speaking to those people as well. But on the flip side of that, within our industry, from a service perspective, is how many times do you find a new wine and you go to the website and you're trying to find out some information about it? And it's actually so hard to find anything about what this wine will actually taste like right and so wineogy can even help in that perspective for sommeliers or wine professionals or uh, anyone in retail who is, has a bottle store um, sort of online website how can they describe this wine in an easy to understand way and then the on point of that is that as a consumer if you find a wine that you enjoy because it has green apple and citrus flavors it will help you to migrate to potentially different styles that you've never tried before because you can recognize those same wine odies or same images in another bottle of wine, for example, an albrino or something with uh, freshness and acidity to it. And so it might actually persuade you to broaden your horizons and try something you've never tried before as well.
1: I found it almost an educational game when you go to the site to see all the symbols. On, on your site, you have a key for all the images, correct? To tell yes. you what, what they are. And yeah. it was almost fun to try to figure it out before you looked over and see what it really meant. But when you do retail, is there a key there to people to look and see what that symbol is? Or are you just assuming over time, they'll know that what it is?
3: Okay, so that, like the shelf talkers we were talking about for?
1: Yeah, like in you know, yeah. a retail, if I see a shelf talker and I'm new to wine, how do they interpret if they see a symbol? Is there is there a reference key that's like a bigger shot on in the aisle or something? or you, okay. like it is yeah, on the website? But,
3: yeah, so the first thing is that we have large format Wine OG libraries printed. So they're currently in A3 and placed around the shelves of the, you know, within the aisles of the supermarket store. So that's the first sort of reference point. But secondly, on the shelf talker itself, right underneath that wine around the price tag is a QR code and you can scan the QR code, which takes you Directly to that profile of that particular wine on our winoki.com website. So, on there is then a written profile of the wine. So, next to the bottle shot with the profile are actually the key words which are written. So if you've got a winoji of a green apple, that next to it is written green apple. And so the whole, whole profile is then put into words for this part only. However, once you're on the website, you can then migrate to the library itself and it will bring up the piece you've seen, which is the page with all of our winojis on it. So it really depends how much you want to explore. But yes, standing in a supermarket in front of a wine, you can find out exactly what those winojis are.
1: I did explore the website in... Obviously, for, for good reason, you have a ton of New Zealand wines on there. I searched USA, and I did find a Bogle Chardonnay, which I have on my shelf, and I <laughs> print, printed it out.
0: Why are you chuckling?
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we wonderful. we love we love
2: doing that profile so yeah, because um, it's so mm-hmm. not. New Zealand, yeah, uh, yeah. because we are a you know moderate to cool climate country for wine growing. We love doing that Bogle uh, Chardonnay profile because it just gave us so much scope to use wine OGs that we yeah. weren't using. So uh, much. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> um,
0: so because and, the style is um, so unusual that you just yeah, uh, it's, it's an just an like, unusual wine for you.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just yeah, the the riper flavors and and bigger, broader it was, and and it was it looked great on the shelf it was actually one of the wines in the trial and um, we we put the shelf poker up and um it did improve sales as well for that wine so we put that profile up and yeah we loved i remember talking about that wine and going yeah. well, this looks this looks great when we actually did the profile so
1: so the aroma the flavor in the food they're all individual pictures of what you should expect uh, but the sweetness acidity body oak and finish they're like scale which i like yeah. so there's a
0: yeah I like that you have that textural component in there because that's something that I'm always hammering home to my students is there's a difference between the feel of the wine in your mouth versus the flavors that we're talking about. And I love that you differentiate between those two things in your emoji profiles.
2: I think, yeah, I think you've touched on a good point. Sorry to cut in on you there, Mark, but um, the structural component was important to us to still appeal to more potentially serious wine drinkers when it's all very well looking at aromas and flavors and they look great and they're bright and they're modern but I think wine is all about structure and for us to be able to define and differentiate in some small ways, quality of wine as well. The structural component will always be present on all Wine OG profiles and it is scalable. And so the other thing we wanted to consider was people's understanding and pretty much everyone can understand scalability and then be able to relate back to their own palate and their own preferences so the acidity the sweetness the oak use the body and the finish will always be there and depending on the wine obviously these will change individually for each wine but we also thought that they would be a great way for people to quickly and immediately start to recognize nuances in their own palate to recognize mm-hmm. even just at a glance when they're shopping for wine and if they've decided that they like a wine that has say three and a half to four lemons Always they really like that acidity in their wine or half a lollipop is fine, but (laughs) two lollipops is is too much, you know? And I think as simple as that sounds, it does give people a really quick way to go. Actually, I I like a little, a little bit of sweetness, but I don't like too much or, Hey, I love Chardonnays, but I've always really struggled to find a Chardonnay that doesn't have oak. All of a sudden you've got the ability to straight away easily look at a wine on the shelf and say, well, that's a Chardonnay. It's Mm -hmm. got half an oak barrel or none. And all of a sudden you can confidently pick up that bottle of wine and and take it and drink it and enjoy it, knowing that you haven't picked up an oak bottom. And I think those were really important parts for us to be able to highlight where a wine sits structurally and how it's going to present itself to individuals when they're buying it as well.
1: Do you take suggestions from people when they have their own things they want added? Like like, <laughs> like for instance, I want this wine to have yeah. its
0: own emoji profile. Well, no, no, not profile. Like
1: Kim on the show all the time has this saying she likes to say she smells Bobby doll head or something <laughs> in a wine. Like wow. weird things like that. Yeah. Do you do you My, get...
2: we'll always we'll always consider suggestions and requests from hungry wine OG consumers. Uh,
0: I, I have but, a thing that for me, <laughs> Britannomyces presents as a brand new Barbie doll. I don't know why.
2: Yep, <laughs> just, no, that's can, just me. <laughs> I don't play with a lot of Barbie dolls, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> well, I don't
0: anymore, but. <laughs>
2: yeah, I can see it's nostalgia, right? You know, you, I wine, think so. Wine speaks to people in so many different ways. That's that often the wine can smell of mothballs or, you know, if it's it's got that dustiness to it. There's so many things that people can relate to their own lives and personality. Mm-hmm. And, that is what's beautiful about wine. And we recognize that too. And we recognize there's always going to be a personal preference or a personal take on what we do. We're very open to um, suggestion with wine open.
1: And you mentioned but, earlier in the show, Josh, about the white wine emoji push nationally and internationally people are pushing for more standard emojis to be put on have you been approached or anyone uh, in these committees who are looking for the like the white wine the rosé wine emoji come to you and say hey I can't wait for that I need what you have you have any approach you like that if um, you
0: know anyone please send them out <laughs> <way. laughs> I think we it's have. ridiculous that we don't have a white wine emoji yet well
1: we do yeah, it's okay. on it's on wine emoji <laughs> yeah
0: I, yeah Mark
2: I, you're right I mean we We've commented a couple of times on uh, on the, the threads of social media um, for a lot of the New Zealand wine industry just for this one white wine emoji. And I think that it's all very good and well, just having a, a glass with some white wine in it. And, and that's fine. And, and, and I can understand why people want this, you know, for balance or whatever. But what we're doing probably is it's far more than that. And what we right. hope that producers and distributors will see that and recognize that. And, and we are, you know, we're slowly building. We're doing... Um, and we are reaching more and more people, and we're working hard to spread the the word to particularly New Zealand because we're operating locally currently. But that's the the key with retail and distribution is that we're looking to engage some of their international brands into our process and and our profiling. So that one of the biggest ones in the in the trial, to be honest, was a was a pair of Riochets, a gran Reserva and a Reserva, and the sales on those wines increased three to four. 100% mm-hmm. because people could relate to the profiles even if they didn't know what the grape variety was. And so for us, the, the big marker there was that international wines have a huge potential to increase volume and increase exposure in New Zealand, particularly if customers don't know what they are or what the grape varieties are. And so that was a really good nod and, and proof for us that Winoji works in that regard to give consumers more information on something they, they don't understand or, or they, they don't have someone on hand to give them that information.
1: I just Want to follow up on the color thing josh when when looking at your profile if a wine novice looks and says bogle vineyard chardonnay and they still don't know chardonnay is white from your profile is there anything on there that they can tell by looking at that color that's like a, that it's it's a, a, a white really wine
0: versus something like a rosé yeah we, hmm. we've yeah. had that asked
2: once before and would we include this is where maybe the white wine emoji and the red wine emoji <laughs> might come in handy <laughs> Would we include this somewhere on the profile, you know, somewhere on that profile of each wine? We have considered it. It's still something we won't say no to. And that is true. Yeah, it's a and it's a good question because people that are new to wine may not know that a Chardonnay is a white grape and a white wine varietal versus a Cabernet Sauvignon being a red wine varietal.
1: So when they look at that printed out on the shelf, all the background colors are the same, correct?
2: Yeah. So they're always on okay. a black background to accentuate okay. the, the wine origins. And I guess if they're looking at it on the shelf, the bottle of wine will be above it. Right. Uh, so they'll pretty quickly work out that it's a white wine or a, or a red wine. or Because I,
1: when I first printed it out, I thought the white would have had a different color than the red on the background. So that's what I was kind of... Going with the color thing. Yeah. So if I'm looking at the shelf, if I see all whites, I see reds, I see pinks. That's where yeah. I was thinking it was going, but that was just my, we, you, can, you can give me the proceeds from that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a well, brainstorming then, session too didn't you know uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. yeah
3: we did get asked by a, a wine producer here in new zealand if we could transfer the wine OGs onto a white background for the card to suit their brand as well so that it sort of was better incorporated into their branding which we did do and the wine OGs didn't actually stand out as well on the background so we've maintained the black and actually even they agreed as well that they preferred the black background so but having uh, an individual icon on each of the, or any kind of marketing material to decipher a red or white or rose wine is, yeah, is something we w- wouldn't dis- consider or not consider. But um, at the moment, we, we haven't actually got that yet.
2: It's a little bit like the um, addition. You know, originally, we didn't have the addition of organic or biodynamic or vegan. Um, mm. But over time, we realized that was quite important for people. And it is important for the wine world more and more now. People are wanting to know a little bit more detail about what's happening from the ground up. And so we're not opposed to anything new or, or adding anything to help consumers. Hence, you know, hence having those biodynamic and organic little, little stickers that, you know, help consumers make an informed choice.
1: It seems endless. You could put- I know, alcohol. I was just thinking that. I'm you
0: like, could, oh, where does yeah. it stop? <laughs> it just keeps, <laughs> there's so much you could do. The, yeah. the potential
3: for Wine OG is absolutely endless. Um, and we're just at the beginning of the journey, really. And we're very excited to see what's going to happen.
0: Well, it's such a fun concept and so fresh something that when we see these interesting new ideas coming into people's way of exploring wine and thinking about it and talking about it, we're always like, huh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> like, it's nice to see that it's not all just classroom learning and, you know, doing it the way that it has been done for the last 50 years. So I think that this is is a really exciting new way to look at wine. And I, I hope that we start seeing some winojis. Over here in the states as well.
2: We're just waiting on the trademark to come through, Kim. For ah, oh,
0: cool. <laughs> We've
2: pretty much trademarked it across the rest of the world. We're just we're just waiting on the just states. Just waiting
0: to- on the US, huh? <laughs> uh, but, um, Sorry.
2: Yeah. We, no. No no. Yeah, no. no. We we feel yeah. We feel it's got potential globally, and we feel it can help anyone out there really start to enjoy their wine more and have a bit of fun with it. Yeah. And start to get to the level. We enjoy wine. You know, we, we just want to share that passion and and we want people to, to love what we love.
1: I think it's great. It's exciting for people in the wine world to learn things a different way. And for all of us as teaching wine, I think this opens up all new opportunities to do different ways of teaching. And have you guys thought of doing anything on, July 17th for World Emoji Day. Do you uh do anything special to conquer that?
2: We are now.
0: <laughs>
1: well, one of those I'm going to put that on
0: my social media calendar now. July
1: too. 17th. We'll change it July, to Wine OG, th- OG Day. Wine OG Day.
0: Wine OG Day.
1: I, I think Watch this face. Uh, I think Mark, you might Oh see my something. god, I'm totally doing know. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to so, put you. that on my social media calendar right now. What day is that? <laughs> july 17th
1: <laughs> july 17th world or national emoji day oh
0: so it's national emoji, emoji
1: day so it's the well, us then i've seen it both ways it's one of those okay emoji well, emoji hey, emoji.
0: if it's international then i think we all need to run with it it'll be international as of this year because um, <laughs> there we go <laughs>
2: we'll do it on we'll do it on both the 18th and the 17th so we cover the states as well there we go <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> you are always on a different day than us yeah Correct. true
1: well this has been great i'm so happy the listeners got to learn all about wineog.com and josh and jessica thank you for joining kim and i today
2: it's
3: been a real pleasure and privilege to talk to you and spread the love of wine og with you guys so thank you for the opportunity and the chat It was really uh, inspiring conversations
2: yeah thanks for taking an interest in what we're doing we love what we do and yeah thanks for recognizing it as a Exciting new way to communicate what we love. Thanks for
0: doing something new and cool. We love it. Pleasure. (laughs) Thank you for listening today to The Wonderful World of Wine. We have been your hosts, Mark Lenzi and Kim Simone, with our special guests from winoji.com Josh Poynton and Jessica Wood you can listen to us every week on Franklin Radio WFPR 102.9 and as always our past episodes can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes cheers cheers Cheers.